This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's do it. And I started thinking about and reflecting on what had happened with Garoppolo back in March. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He's got the contract. If he doesn't pass the physical, he's never playing for that team and he's never getting paid. Today's guests, lead Bay Area columnist for The Athletic, Marcus Thompson. From Sony Pictures, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Actors, Shamik Moore and Jake Johnson. ESPN NBA analyst, Brian Windhorst. Packers beat writer for The Athletic, Matt Schneidman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody, welcome to this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. Last day of May, everybody. Get in while it's getting good. Last day of May, June right around the corner. That's when we hand out Lord Stanley's Cup and the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and we get to... Find out what's going on potentially with a trade deadline looming in Major League Baseball last month of uh, OTAs and things of that nature. And in that respect, we got lots going on in the NFL. Lots going on in the NFL today as we're waiting for the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals to start plural and singular. Uh, Lots going on on that front. Lots of intrigue. Lots of video of uh, Deshaun Watson throwing seven-on-sevens. It's very exciting. <laughs> By the way, he's completing passes, which is better apparently than what we saw from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. No Chris. one on the Bucs can complete a pass. Chris Brockman, everybody, is here today <laughs> on the Rich Eisen Show. Good to see you over there, Chris. Uh, I'm so much better today than I was yesterday. Yeah, you know what? A day removed from uh, <laughs> oh, your Celtics so not hitting the side of a barn. Good yeah. good to see you over there, uh, Mike Del Tufo. You good? I don't know what's going on. How are you over there, TJ Jefferson? You well? You good? Okay, well, I'm on the air. Very good. Mike Del Tufo is flipping out over there. Hang on. Just leave whatever you got over there. Good, Mike. We're we're here on the Rich Eyes. TJ Jefferson, Mike Del Tufo (laughs) is where he is. Um, So uh, we've got four guests uh, today, two from The Athletic, Matt Schneidman of The the, uh, Athletic, um, and also Marcus Thompson of The Athletic, talking about two teams that uh, I have on the brain today. Uh, Not just because of what one reporting today, but another one is reporting on. But two teams in the sports world that I think you could say have been consistent. One has not put trophies in the case like the other. But they're sitting in the same news stack today. The Golden State Warriors and the Green Bay Packers. And the Golden State Warriors are going through at present what the Packers attempted to do and were successful at doing. It helps to just have a quarterback-driven league being for one of them. I'm going to try and draw these parallels together. To go from Favre to Rodgers and not skip a beat and with Rodgers winning one Super Bowl like Favre did. That is something that I think the Golden State Warriors are in flux trying to do. Go from one way of doing it, one core group of doing it, because in the NBA you need a core group with a superstar talent leading the way. In the NFL, having a core group with a quarterback leading the way. The Packers are essentially done with their core group. On Thursday's show, David Bakhtiari is scheduled to come on for the Green Bay Packers. He's kind of like the last man standing in a way in that spot from the Rodgers years. And the Green Bay Packers are moving on to Jordan Love, and we find out today from The Athletic a deep dive on what happened in 2020 when 
Love got drafted and the way Rodgers felt about it going into 2021, which is that draft in Cleveland where I'm sitting there on the set and all of a sudden we hear uh, news breaking that Rodgers intends to no longer play for the Packers, which he did again later on that year and won his second consecutive MVP award and then prior to last year signed a three-year $150 million deal that turned out to be just a one-year deal and now he's a Jet and Love finally for 2023 has the controls of the Packers. The Athletic reporting that Rodgers did indeed ask for Brian Gutekunst to be fired. It was either him or Gutekunst in 2021. What does that even really even matter right now? Well, what matters about it is Rodgers spoke to the Athletic and he spoke to him in recent days because as he said about his relationship with Gutekunst this past winter that led to him having an intention to play for the Jets, which he is now doing, that he's already feeling uh, better communication with the front office with the Jets than he did with Green Bay. Funny he should say that. And so <laughs> he said this. Rodgers is talking. Interestingly enough, though, the one thing he didn't talk about was, in fact, the report from The Athletic that Rodgers, through his agent David Dunn, called up the Packers to say it's either Gutekunst or my client and Mark Murphy, the president of the team and also de facto owner of the team with all due respect to you, Mike, and everybody else who owns one share of the pet rock of sports, which is a, uh, a piece of the Green Bay Packers or AFC Richmond now, apparently. Um, so you've got all together Rodgers saying this through his agent. Rodgers told the athletic, talk to my agent about it. Apparently he didn't address that. And this is all just fodder for May 31st. This is no doubt about it. But we're going to talk about this with uh, Matt Schneiderman of the uh, Athletic later on in this program. So I bring this up because the Warriors are kind of going through this right now. What do they do with Draymond Green, who punched out the lights of Jordan Poole and that moment that happened last summer still resonates today because you have to sit here and wonder the architect of this team for the last 12 years, the one who was the guy who brings in Curry and adds Clay and Draymond and Steve Kerr joins the team and they go on a magical run, including a championship last year that nobody expected. And this year, well, I did. That's thank you, TJ. I appreciate you saying that <laughs> or give me that point. I did call that last year. But the Warriors, this year as well, dealing with the punch of Jordan Poole. And one has to wonder if that's part of why Bob Myers, the architect, is stepping away because of just how intense the job is and how intense last year was. But the president and general manager of the Golden State Warriors, which has to be one of the crown jewels in all of sports gigs in not only North America, but I would say around the world. Bob Myers is saying, thanks, but I'm, I'm done with the job. Here was Bob Myers' explanation about that. But this is tough. This is hard. I have, you know, so many different things, emotions, um, that I'm still processing but but the bottom line is uh this job uh the one i'm in 
and I would say this for any professional general manager or coach requires complete engagement, complete effort, 1,000%. Um, and if you can't do it, then you shouldn't do it. And so that's, that's, that's the answer um, to the question of why. I can't do that to our players. I can't do that to Joe and Peter. I really can't do it to myself. So that sounds like a guy who's kind of done with the grind. Mm-hmm. But that's Steph Curry. That's this new crown jewel in San Francisco and an owner who is made of money willing to spend it. This is one of the best sound bites I've heard in a long time. Joe Lacob, the owner of the Warriors, had this to say about Bob Myers, with Bob Myers sitting right to his right about Bob Myers leaving. Hit it. I just want to say on a personal level, I have four kids, and I've said this before, I actually consider Bob my fifth. <laughs> it's really hard to see your son, because that's what I kind of feel like this is, um, leave and go off to do something else. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I understand it, because I don't. Um, it's just not inside. It's not in me to do that. I, I, uh, you know, I'm so competitive, and I know he is too. Um, it's a really hard thing for me to understand why, but it's really not for me to understand why. I just want him to be happy. So I need a GoPro on Joe Lacob if Bob Myers takes the job with the Clippers. You mean, or the Knicks, who apparently are not extending their general manager, if that's what Bob Myers wants to do, if he still wants to be a general manager and wants a different challenge in a different spot, wants to move his kids to a different place or whatever he wants to do, it's totally understandable, and I, I, I get it. But this is a head-scratcher, and one has to wonder. This is just the latest example. Doris Burke, when she was on the air live yesterday, wondering if Steve Kerr, might say he doesn't want to be there anymore because he's lost his partner in the front office in Bob Myers. And whoever Lacob will hire could be one of his other four actual biological children, according to Adrian Wojnarowski or Mike Dunleavy Jr. or a different a different person or group of people. They've got to decide, is Clay still Clay? And they got to decide, do you pay him at some point? And you gotta, you got to figure out what you're doing with Draymond Green. And if Draymond Green is coming back, can you keep Jordan Poole there? Because whatever the hell happened this year wasn't fixed. And what's that going to get fixed before next year? Really? I mean, this is a team that is on right now the verge of having to switch out other main part of the other core group around Curry. And don't, you know, you hear all this nuttiness that LeBron, why not Why not him going to Golden State? Come on. It's going to start picking up, no, man. Whatever. Well, pick up what? Pick up what? Well, that Kyrie Irving is not going to leave Dallas, and now LeBron's looking for another running mate. Right. Why not Steph? And so he goes up to, he, he, he what? Demands LeBron a trade. Or- the Lakers have... A year for him right now. Are the Lakers going to trade him to Golden State? Or he's going to just pull his usual drill of I'm not showing up? Really? Or LeBron's going to say, Steph, come on down. 
You, me, AD, let's go. And so what, the Golden State will just let Steph walk because they, they want to give him a, Steph, and then start from complete scratch? I mean. Why not? Look at the haul you could get for Steph Curry. Steph's not going. Get a third anywhere, team bro. involved. You get more, a little more assets. Dude, well, this is coming. This talk is coming. The Golden State Especially is the, not used to this. If the finals this. is boring. That's the whole yeah, but sometimes people talk just to talk, and talk is stupid sometimes. And that's just <laughs> stupid talk. Like, Steph Curry's not going anywhere. Like, Why? period. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady's not going anywhere either. Neither is Aaron Rodgers. Michael Jordan's never going to play for anyone other than the Bulls. I hear what you're saying. I guess my point about all this is, is Golden State is not usually subject to this kind of conversation and Bob Myers departing is now opening the door to this sort of conversation and how do the Warriors answer it and who's the one who is answering it because in Green Bay as you know they went from one generationally brilliant quarterback to the next and did not skip a beat they only had two trophies in the case these Warriors have more I'm just making the correlation how that team that went from one generationally brilliant quarterback to another generationally brilliant quarterback now has starting from scratch with Jordan Love, and how's that going to look? And Golden State, which has been on a golden run, just lost their architect, and now they might break up their core three, or do they keep them together? And if so, who do you surround them with? Because the one that signed, sealed, and delivered for you last year got hit in the mouth by one of the core three, and that without a doubt affected this team this year. And is one of the main reasons why they didn't get past the second round and wound up losing and not making a conference finals. And they they lost to a team in Los Angeles that is not being broken up so Steph can come here. It's just not, I mean, I, I, that's just crazy talk. That might be a good t-shirt. Sometimes <laughs> talk is talk and sometimes talk is stupid and that's just stupid talk. That sounds very Forrest Gumpian. Well, I would like, I'd like to amend that and saying when Bob Myers does come to the Clippers, then Chris, maybe Steph will leave and I'll, I, I, then I'll jump on board. Man, all your stuff is changing. First you were hopping on the Spurs and now you're like, well, I got to wait and see. Yeah. I'm still healing, bro. Just become a Spurs fan. I'm still in the healing. I'm still in the healing stages. <laughs> well, Brian Windhorse is going to join us top of hour number two to try and make heads or tails on all of this. Knicks are not renewing the contract of Scott Perry, their general manager. And, okay. Or they're not extending it. Uh-huh. Jake Johnson and Shamik Moore of Sony Pictures, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. They're here in hour number three. Matt Schneiderman of The Athletic, who reported this deep dive on the Green Bay Packers and how Rodgers got upset and how he left and what he had to say about Brian Gutekunst, even to this very day. Gutekunst. Let's just put it this way. He likes Taylor Swift a lot more than Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> Who don't? 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the Rich Eisen Show. TJ Jefferson has brought his A game. I wouldn't move. I wouldn't move. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. The Rich Eisen Show Radio Network back on the air, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We've been told Marcus Thompson of the Athletic was about to join us, was pulled into a meeting with the the Warriors. So stuff's going on. Oh, interesting. Stuff's happening. He won't be able to join us today. Uh, we hope in future shows he will be. Um, uh, Brian Windhorst will join us top of hour number two. He'll tell us what's up with that. Windy. And if Brian Bob Myers wants to take some time and figure stuff out, right? Um, but there's no doubt. There's no doubt in my mind that the punch that that Draymond threw on Jordan Poole is still resonating. Has to. Has to. And be. nobody's talking about it because. This stuff has to be put to bed with a roster move, one would think. Just couldn't make that roster move on the spot last year, but you've got an entire summer to make a roster move. And the question is, Draymond or Poole? And this is what Bob Myers, I believe, had to say on the subject matter of what happened this season and how that led into his decision to leave as general manager of the Golden State Warriors, which, again, we will talk about with Brian Windhorst of ESPN in about 40 minutes. There were some tough things this year. I'm not going to discount those. But um, some people asked me, you know, if the team wins the championship, would you leave? I think yes, you know. Um, So if this was a perfect year, it might have still been the time. I don't know, but... Um, they're all, they all come with their own challenges. I, there's one happy GM at the end of the year. It's a hard, it's a hard one. <laughs> you know, one, one happy coach, one happy team. Um, luckily we got to be happy four times. And I have no idea why they weren't able to put it back together. You could assume, right? You could assume 
hey, you hit me in the face. Or the rest of the teammate, teammates of Jordan Poole were like, you know, Draymond, you punched out the guy who punched the lights out in the playoffs last year. Yeah, guy we really needed this year. Who just got signed to this huge contract and he's a future face and one of the few guys that we have who's young who we we decided to bring in here that's actually performing. I mean Gary Payton the second they let walk and then they brought him back. Yeah. But they're waiting. Wiseman was Right. See ya. Underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Shipped him out. Kaminga, Kaminga and Moody. Yeah, exactly. Moody. They're kind of they're kind of waiting on those guys. Yeah. They weren't ready, whereas Poole kind of showed that he could right. play in the prime time. And now I'm sitting here thinking, if these two guys can't coexist, whoever takes the job from Myers has got to ship Poole out. He's more valuable to bring back, one would think, assets and Draymond still knows how to play with Curry and if Curry and him are cool and Clay and the three of them are all cool then you stick with Draymond because he still has it in my estimation he still got the one thing that nobody else really has from that position which is the ability to distribute the ball. The ability to bring the ball up the court, distribute the ball, play hard-nosed defense, be the a-hole for Curry, who doesn't have that in his arsenal, one would think. And if Clay can shoot the lights out, then start over again and build around these guys one more time for a two-, three-year period and see how many more you can put in the case to the four that they already have. Wouldn't you? Not your choice? I thought you were describing Joker until you brought up the a-hole part. And well, I was like, well, he doesn't have that. that either, right? <laughs> that's why I said his position at the power forward, if they, you know, such a thing position. Because Joker is just a different human. Else. I mean, he's he really is a different, in the same way, because we always describe that to Giannis. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jokic is in the same group of just just different make makeups. different makeup because he can also post you up, he can block some shots, and he can bring the ball up. He can shoot threes. He can make free throws. Mm-hmm. He's all that. Although he is standing in the way. <laughs> Here he of goes, my <laughs> redemption. Get, get ready, people. Here. Let me just tell you what's on the line. Can I tell you what's on the line? Let them know, Rich. It's not just the Larry O'Brien trophy for the Heat nope. or... It's all about... The Denver Nuggets. No, no, no. no. Okay? It's not just that. No. Everybody thinks that's what's at stake. It's a small part. This is the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Here's your boy. Okay? I'm sitting here get ready. on the set of the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, is that what the, this is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. It's set, Chris, it's right behind them. I, I was confused. I'm Let's sitting see. here. And on this program, thank you, <laughs> with this logo behind me. Now three-time Emmy nominated. Yes. The show. The show. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's like six. I'm halfway to Susan Lucci. I'm 0 for 8. That's right. I'm 0 for but 4. But listen, <laughs> this is about me, not you. Oh, uh, you're part of this. I'm here. Because let me just He's here, expl- there. explain to anybody who could be somewhat new to this program. Back in the old bubble, 
when the Heat took on the Lakers in the Lakers. finals. And the Heat gave the Lakers a run for their money. They won a heck of a run. And that was a time when Giannis Atetokounmpo was up for grabs. Yeah. Until he decided to stay put and said to Milwaukee, I don't want out. Let's let's talk Turkey. I said the Heat should not break up their team for Giannis. Their core group, Butler and Hero and Lowry and all those guys. Bam. Bam. Keep them intact. That's what I said. And you guys looked at me like I had three heads. <laughs> that the Rich Eisen show was hosted by a three-headed individual. I thought my head was going to explode Maybe when you were saying that. No, no, the three heads, me, you, and T- TJ are the only ones currently paying attention right now on the program. <laughs> So <laughs> his head up and smile. <laughs> They're amazing, Mike. I said that to every guest that we would have. Mm-hmm. Right? You did. Trying my best to get one to agree with me. Again, you know, I think my favorite one could have been Richard Jefferson <laughs> from ESPN, who I thought I got, him. Right I got him. I got him. I got him. He knows the value mm-hmm. of a team playing, you know, like a core. Got to keep it together. He laughed at me too. Yeah, he did. But here we are. After that take, which aged you've owned very poorly. You've owned that take for three years. As now. the worst take I've ever had in the history of this program. Mm-hmm. Other guys would have forgotten about it. But last you? year's Raiders are going to beat the Chiefs to win the AFC West. Made it made a great run. It was a great <laughs> run at that title. But still, the clubhouse leader is don't break up the Bucks. Uh, don't break up the Heat for Giannis who then went on to win an MVP award and a Larry O'Brien trophy. But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> With Tyler Hero getting set to come back, it appears, from a broken hand that kept him out of this magical playoff run that we didn't see coming. Didn't see coming. And they, they, they lose to the Hawks in the, in the play-in game. And then they're down by three to the Bulls in the second play-in game. Pulled that rabbit out of their hat and then knocked off Giannis and the Bucks with the team. They didn't break up for Giannis, who may or may not have been a, 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 a shell of himself, just like Jason Tatum said he was in Game 7. A lot of shells of people that the Heat keeps stepping over. The Knicks. Heat beat the one and two seeds in the Eastern Conference to make these finals. So I ask you, if the Heat beat the Nuggets, am I off the hook? Is my take no longer the worst take in the history of this program? Yay or nay? Yes or no? No. Okay. TJ? No. Oh, my gosh. Here I am trying. What's the <laughs> worst attempt of me keeping on trying? This or having Matt Ryan try to accept the nickname The Natural? Nothing will ever get worse than Matt Ryan. Okay, so, so that's, that's the clubhouse leader yes. even over this. But if they have the same number of titles as Giannis and beat Giannis, Giannis didn't why not? play in three of the games, man. But the Heat culture, the Heat way no. is... Is what? Using undrafted guys around Jimmy Butler, Hemi Butler. And Tyler Hero coming out, shooting threes. Tyler Hero hasn't played the whole playoffs. I understand that. <laughs> so... But he's there. You know why he's there? They didn't break him. <laughs> <laughs> and the team up. 
That's why he's there. So if Tyler Hero makes these threes and brings the title to Miami in this, what have you done for me lately? I told you. you in the moment culture in which we live in 2023, how does this not take me off the hook that they actually, by the way, by the way, they made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. It's their second NBA Finals in four seasons. Let's roll. If they do, this win. is a this is one one last thing. This is a oh. championship quality group. Oh jeez. <laughs> Coached by a guy who all of a sudden is we're talking about him for Springfield, Massachusetts. Eric Spolstra. The Bucks bounced their guy. Everybody did, huh? The Bucks bounced their guy. Look at the Heat. The heat culture, heat way. The Bucks probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I'm talking my way into this. What do you think? I Still mean, nothing? If they do win, I think your record should be expunged. Yes. Thank you. Oh, no. I, it has to be, really. The thing is, like, there's think, only like... Come on. The, that, okay, that roster in the bubble. Yes. The only players still there are Bam. Yes. Jimmy. Yes. UD, who doesn't play. Right. <laughs> Hero hasn't played this whole playoffs. Right. And Duncan Robinson was, was, it, a, was a rookie. Lowry then. wasn't on the team? That's it. Lowry oh. was on the team? No, he no, wasn't. Nah. Lowry wasn't in the bubble? No. Gabe Vincent was a rookie also, but never played. Oh, he was getting, he was growing. Like, I didn't want, I, I could see then. <laughs> oh, you knew? The roots taken. I understand that. There's just three guys. Oh, they added Lowry. You know why? Not the same team. Lowry wanted to come. You know why? There were pieces. Oh, <laughs> pieces of what? Like, pieces, pieces of, of like championship timber Cuban that has now built this house. Cuban sandwiches and mojitos. That could, blow, that could <laughs> land on top of uh, the Denver Nuggets. All right. I'm trying. Hey, let's just be honest. I'm hey, spinning. Keep DeMar talking. DeRozan's daughter made the trip to Miami. Oh. This might by not the way, have happened. By the way. They might yo. not be here. But she had a game, and he, her dad no. wouldn't let her come to Miami. They had to go to school. Guess what? A Friday in April doesn't matter. With school when you're that young is BS. You know what's happening right now? I'm just saying. By the way, and I, I had totally forgotten. A field trip, remember that? I had totally forgotten about D.R. DeRozan. DeRozan. Screaming. This it's is screaming. all her fault. Right. But her dad wouldn't let her come. Wouldn't let her skip school. To go to Miami when they could have taken a field trip down to Miami. Right. Learned about a cafecito and everything we learned about wow. Miami. It and is all her fault as Mike scrambles to try to find the drop. That's all right. Jay Felly was the one who did it. We exactly. just need to have you guys talk a little bit better with each other and communicate. Yeah, no. So, the audio guys. DR DeRozan, let's understand. I'd totally forgotten about this young lady yeah. screeching her. Yes. Screeching the Raptors out of the playoffs nick nurse is now the head coach in philadelphia because of her screeching and if we're going to blame her for the current predicament of the rest of the eastern conference minus the heat <laughs> this young lady 36 screams on 50 percent getting the the raptors shooting 50 percent 18 of 36 from the line that night let's just assume then the Celtics were hearing her screams in their heads as they couldn't hit the side of a barn in the final six quarters of the Eastern Conference Finals. Is that the way I'm supposed to say? 
Is that the way I'm supposed to? Are you? <laughs> there it is. Oh, that was her. <laughs> Am I, is that is that what I'm? It might be too soon. I'm to for assume. Chris. No, he's using her as like if it wasn't if she had actually shown, shown up in Miami, then the, the Bulls would have been the eight seed. The Bucks and the Celtics probably were going to play each other for the for the for the finals, and you'd have oh, taken yeah. them right in your no, estimation. He didn't want any of the Heat. Well, I did, didn't remember. I did no, not want the Heat. That's what I know. You said that from jump. From the beginning. From jump. You said that. And we've already, we, Celtics have already. So you're blaming this young lady, but not the Celtic shooting or inability to no, hold I'm on to basketball. I'm actually blaming, I'm blaming DeMar DeRozan's parenting skills. Understood. <laughs> or. <laughs> His parenting skills. Or this young lady needed to be coached up, learning, become more well-rounded as a, a young lady. So when she is out in the real world, she sees people shirking their team's responsibilities on live television and radio. Yeah, I, I would like her to tell me exactly what she learned that Friday in school right now. <laughs> like I said, a field trip would have been much more beneficial for her to go to Miami. Very good. You know, I'm just saying. By the way, that was the story of the day. Right. The next day, that poor young lady finding her 15 minutes of fame and um, – and he, I, I totally forgotten about it. I, I and that was the first. I one would say, right? That wasn't too. that the f- the first big story of the playoffs? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the playoffs because the playing game play-in, is just yeah. a Play-ins right of the of the no post season of the yeah. post regular season, right? The first big story was that the the Hawks beat the Heat, and that the Bulls advanced because of of that, right? He, he, didn't oh want, he didn't want her to share the spotlight. With there we him, go. Apparently. So, wow. Just saying. I'm just saying. Wow. She makes the trip. Completely different story. Finger of blame Wednesday. <laughs> Finger of blame. <laughs> Rogers, Rogers blaming his Wi-Fi and his cell reception in his house for not hearing from the Packers general manager. Yes, who we, cause, cause who he assumed him. should have reached out to him any, you know. FaceTime? FaceTime. Yeah, you can only FaceTime, FaceTime him. Yeah, FaceTime yeah he's, blaming, he's, blaming fa- he's blaming his Wi-Fi in his yeah. house. Which, by the way, in Malibu, it's spotty. Very, I can attest to that. Truly. Fact. Okay. So you know you got to FaceTime him. Got to use the internet. Don't use the 5G. If you're trying to, if you're trying to you know, close a deal for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> the most important deal out there. <laughs> That's one finger being blamed. That's one, right? Yep. Two, finger of blame. Is um, Draymond Green's right, right, right hand? Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. Bob Myers is like uh, I can't deal with long this season. I want to go to a place with a lot of toilets. That third one, Dr. DeRozan, the finger of blame coming from Boston, Massachusetts, in New England Chowder Nation. Had she gone down to Miami and screeched her head off, maybe. Just maybe the Bulls would have eliminated the Heat. Yep. The Celtics would be the ones going to Denver right now. Or Denver would be going to... No, they'd be the ones going to Denver. No, no. Celtics have the better record. Okay, so, so Denver, Denver, Denver would be... Denver would be in Boston. Got on a today. plane. Yep. Right. Or Milwaukee. Right. Well, it's Philadelphia because we wouldn't have to play Boston. Right. No, you would have. You would have Okay, lost. so that, <laughs> that would have happened. This all would have happened. Yep. You know, Tatum's ankle wouldn't have... Wouldn't have got rolled right. first play of the game. Okay. 
Um, Jalen Brown wouldn't have turned it over eight times. He probably would have, but okay. it wouldn't have mattered. They'd have made at least one of the ten threes in the first quarter. Harold might it. not have broke his hand. Okay, I don't think so. right. They would have taken fewer than 42 threes on the night. No, they, they probably <laughs> no, would have done that. More. Um, and uh, uh, Bill Simmons wouldn't have been so sad. And his dad. <laughs> and so and fits. Okay, so okay. Yeah. It wouldn't have been me. The sad Simmonses would have been happy sad, Simmonses. Sad Simmonses. Okay. Memed. All because of a nine-year-old. All because girl. of a nine-year-old wanting to learn. No, no, uh, the father <laughs> wanted her to go to school. Maybe she wanted to go. Bad parent. Maybe she wanted what to go to school. What nine-year-old wants to go to school on a Friday in April? Instead of to going on a field Instead trip with dad to Miami. to Miami. What are you crazy? Yeah. Uh, You've been to Miami. Let's call Taylor right now and ask her what she would rather do. She's at school right now, Chris. Yeah, FaceTime her. It's not Friday. She's at school right now, Chris. Ask her, say, hey, Tay-Tay, would you rather be in school or come to work with Daddy and see what she in Mi- In Miami. Come on. You know, you know the answer to that. You take a plane flight? Yeah. Sit on your iPad for three hours? Yeah. Come on. It's and a tough it, sell. And tough. save your voice until the game starts <laughs> yeah. and then just scream <laughs> for two hours. And some airline snacks. You know what, what happened last night? Let me just explain <laughs> this and then we'll <laughs> take a break. <laughs> Nightmare? I'm sitting downstairs watching the Yankees. Destroy the Mariners with Coop. So many home runs. Okay. Game. Just dis- the Yankees are on fire. They are on fire. Watching them dismantle the uh, the Mariners. Having a great time. Great time. <laughs> Taylor comes from down up, upstairs, downstairs. She's with Susie upstairs. As you know, we're we're uh, we're moving back into our, our back house. In We've been house. out for a while nice. with renovations or whatever, but not to get too deep in the weeds. So there's clothing that we haven't seen in a while, I guess. I don't know. She comes downstairs, the big smile on her face. She says, Daddy, look at me. And she's wearing a red sock shirt. Yes, she is. <laughs> Did you kick her out the room? And I just turned my head and I told her, I'm not going to unsee that. I don't want to see that. I don't understand what's going on. And she just jumps right in front of me, smiling and just doing a dance. And she's like, Mom, put this on me and told me to do this. (laughs) That's what happened last night. That's your wife. And I had a problem with that. (laughs) That's that's a choice that you made Mm. 25 years ago. With Suze? (laughs) So you're saying? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Rich was like Michael you Jordan. You chose Chris. to cross enemy lines. That's a choice you made that you have to live with forever. I understand that. Okay. Because as you know, when Xander, 14-year-old Xan, was born uh, many moons ago, got a lot of gifts from New England, uh-huh. from Susie's family. Family. <laughs> got family. a lot of bibs. It got a lot of onesies. Yep. Got a lot of stuff. All with bees on them? No. Oh, really? there, was an, there was a Patriots gear. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? Diehard Jet fan, but Tom Brady's a quarterback. They're winning championships. Child services will remove my kids <laughs> if I say, no, you got to root for Ray Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> so we put that one aside. Celtic stuff comes, and I'm like, I hate that schmecky, schmecky guy with the schmecky scarf. <laughs> I cannot no stand that owner. The wormhole existed way before I had a microphone in front of my face. I'm like, okay, there's that. Well, you've had a mic in front but of your face. But when the while. Red Sox gear arrived, that is when I executed my preemptories and returned those to sender. Until last night. 
I don't know what the hell happened last night. I don't know where that shirt came from. I have no idea. <laughs> Except your kids don't, don't live in a world where the Yankees have ever been champions. No. Wow. My gosh. Oof. I mean, yeah. He's not lying. By the way, Fact. they'd be the same thing if they were Cowboy fans too, pal. <laughs> why are you throwing me? Because you're this. This guy over there. Look at this guy. And everyone's wondering why we on the Rich Eisen show are rooting for the heat. This guy. I told you that. Don't let us win. I know. I know. And uh, the heat did not, I thankfully. Because they were not broken up for Giannis. <laughs> and scene. We'll take a break. Brian Winhorst, top of hour number two, to talk to him about what did happen in Golden State. And so much more on the NBA Finals that's still to come. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Jake Johnson and Shamik Moore are going to be joining us in studio in hour number two. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse um, is the new film that's coming in uh, theaters this Friday. It's going to make, um, I have it written down here, a gajillion dollars. <laughs> you think? Um, Jake is a diehard Bears fan. Um, Shamik Moore is from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he's a boxing aficionado. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a conversation with the voice of Peter Parker and Miles Morales. My kids can't wait to see this movie. I can't wait to see I it. I can't wait to take them. Um, and so... Um, there's all of that. So uh, Matt Schneidman of uh, The Athletic is going to join us in hour number three. He did a deep dive on the Packers-Rogers divorce, and it was fascinating to me when I saw that article today. Um, the reason why he had me at hello there is Rogers spoke to Schneidman. So, um, and, and seemed very forthcoming. And it, it just looked like I, I can't understand a lack of communication when everything's on the line. And it seemed like Rogers wanted out, even though he said he was open to returning. It seemed like Rogers wanted out. Yeah. And it seemed like they wanted Rogers out. I told you one of the top rumors at the combine this year was, in fact, the Packers' sure hope that Rogers will tell them. I don't want to come back because they don't want to own it. 
with their fan base that they're like, we're the ones creating this divorce. We're done. Rogers, we're going to trade you. And Budokunst, I have to be honest with you, getting a one and a two for Devontae Adams and getting a one and a two for Rodgers because next year's draft choice that Gutekunst is going to take from the Jets will be a one because Rodgers will play the requisite number of snaps. Unless, of course, something else snaps, heaven forbid. But that's an incredible, that's a nice haul for those two guys who he clearly, in Adams, was late in paying him. That's part of this conversation in The Athletic today. Part of the article is that Rodgers thought that when they slow played Adams on his contract, Devontae was done with him and didn't want to come back. And Rodgers was a little bit surprised that he didn't return, but that was his Rodgers' um, opinion of what happened with Adams. And then what happened with him, the thing that just doesn't, I don't get, I mean, first of all, Rodgers saying, talk to my agent when the author brought up to Rodgers that he has on good knowledge in his reporting that Rodgers demanded Gutekunst be fired or he be traded at the top of the 2021 season or the outset of the 2021 calendar year. And he said, talk to David Dunn, who, you know, interestingly enough, unavailable for comment. Hey. So they kind of memory hold that. So I can't wait to talk to Matt did they try in to hour number him? three. Well, and then that part about did they try to FaceTime him? So Rogers was talking about this actual year, right? What happened this actual year between them? And what Rogers was talking about is how he never heard from Gutekunst other than a couple of texts when they were going back and forth that Gutekunst was going to reach out to Rogers, who lives out here in Southern California, you know, for much of the off season, or at least the the winter months in in February and in March, or February and January and February when he's not actually playing in the playoffs as he did not this year, and that uh, Rogers and Gutekunst didn't hook up when Gutekunst was out here for the NFL Players Association version of a uh, prospect bowl, whatever they're doing with the East-West Shrine and the Senior Bowl, the NFLPA has their own bowl game with prospects. That Gutekunst and him just didn't hook up. They didn't have like a date set. They didn't have a time set. And if I'm the general manager of the Packers, I'm making sure like, okay, Aaron, are you free Friday at 10 a.m.? Are you free Thursday at 3 p.m.? You want to meet? I'll come to your house. But it's just like, yeah, hit me up when you're out here. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, really? And Rogers, I think, you know, I take it to mean that Rogers didn't want to see him. Otherwise, he'd be like, you know, pushing for it. Or he'd be like, screw it. I'm in year 19. You're the one who should reach out to me. That's the way I would feel, by the way. You reach out to me. You want you want me to play? You don't want me to retire? You come see me. You set the time. And Gutekunst never did. And I think Gutekunst saying, as you know, you know, he tried to reach out to Rodgers multiple times and never connected with him, that Rodgers rightfully said, you know, in this article, just tell the truth. You don't want me to play for you. And that is the truth. I don't think they wanted him anymore. 
Not for $60 million. I don't think they wanted him anymore. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't even think it was the cost. It's that they got Jordan Love. They got to see what they got in him, number one. Number two, Rodgers aged out of the locker room. They had all those young fellow youths in there. <laughs> you know? And, and I'm not saying he's one of the young bucks of the Jets, but... He's got his guy in Lazard, but he also has a young guys around him. But I think he's the new guy in the locker room viewed as the GOAT and come on in and help us go win a championship. I think it's better than just like, let's see if I can run it back one more time for an organization that I don't feel respects me. It's just a lot of the, I think it's Spider-Man, that Spider-Man gif, speaking of Spideyverse, of them just pointing each other. It was you, it was you. And now they're in separate places. Gutekunst got quite a nice haul. And Rodgers, I think, has a better team. And in his mind, according to The Athletic, a better spot for him to feel respected.